Wrestle Buddies, GameSpot's wrestling podcast filled with friendship, wrestling, and wrestling with friendship. I am your host, Matt Elfring, and with me, as always, is my closest wrestle buddy and and real life like closest friend, Chris Hayner. <laughs> How are you, Chris? Uh, Matt, I'm fantastic. Before I get too deep, uh, hey everybody, do us a favor: jump over to uh, the Apple Podcast app and give us a little rating and a little review because that helps with all of like the SEO type things, all the technical stuff that neither Matt or I truly understand but uh yeah let us know what you think about the show you can also email us wrestlebuddies at gamespot.com uh we're on social media it's all that stuff and, uh, but overall matt i'm doing good it's uh i had a good i had a good long weekend i'm nice and relaxed uh i've been playing matt uh as we we've been taught we've talked here and there about and as i believe we'll talk about just a tiny bit in a later segment i'm a pc gamer now so like this weekend i yes. spent so much time playing Red Dead Online, which I've played it uh, on my Xbox One a lot, and yet somehow it's better on the PC. It's a beautiful game. It's an actually really beautiful looking game. It looks so good. Are you talking uh, about number one or two? So Red Dead Online is a separate game. Oh, it's like it was like it's on sale for like five dollars, and it's just the online components of both games. And it's like it's a big it's a big old map. And there's lots of stuff to do and they keep they add new missions and they add new perks and stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's it's honestly it's the same way Grand Theft Auto online continues to grow. Uh, Red okay. Dead online is continuing to grow and it's awesome. It's just super dope. Chris, I'm getting a gaming PC. Matt, I'm so excited. Mainly because I I bought Rust a long time ago on Steam and my computer could never run it. Uh -huh. But also I need a new computer. Um. We're gonna kind of want to. We're gonna play games. We're gonna play games. I want to get into Grand Theft Auto, but like the servers where you have to role play. Oh, I am with you on this, and if you do that, I am down to go on this journey with you. That will be fun. Can I, I'd like to play the role of a pro wrestler. I want to be like a dude that just like owns a house, has like two beat up trucks in the front lawn, and like may or may not have a job ew like why on the why on the front lawn i want to be like the neighborhood uh, a couple over for me growing up like i want to be one of those guys are you are, do you want to be like uh, like a real man's man is that what you're telling me i've never considered those those guys man's man i just considered them like dregs on society but. I, yeah you're, you're not wrong it was just a poor attempt at a segue my <laughs> my sincerest apologies yes chris i'd love to be a man's man oh hey should i tell you what we're doing on the podcast today I forgot. I we always transition to Chris. What are we doing this week? And we got talking about games. Chris, what's what's on the menu for today? Uh, so later we have some very special guests: AEW superstar Scorpio Sky and James Willems from Funhouse and Rooster Teeth are here to talk about their new podcast, Wrestling with the Week, which the first episode dropped literally this week. So it was you, on Monday, I believe. Yeah. So if you want to get in on the ground floor or something, this is your shot. But honestly. Who has all the time when you're just listening to Wrestle Buddies over and over and over again? Oh, boy. But before that, we're going back to the 90s, Matt. We're going back to the late 90s for a, a, a new installment of a segment we haven't done in a while, and I've missed it. It's the gimmick junk drawer, and we're talking about the man's man, Steve Regal. Chris, I'm a man. Uh-huh. 
such a man. Such a man. <laughs> Are you like a real, like a real man's man? Here's the thing. Here's the, the line, not the line. The question I have in my own mind as a human being yeah. is what is a man's man is. Oh, I is might. a man's man. Uh, someone who just takes care of his family. Cause to me, that's a man's man. Someone who puts responsibility first in front of themselves. I understand why you might think that Matt, but that's not it. Okay. Taking um, care of your family has nothing to do with being a man. It turns out. Well, let me tell you what WWE's uh, example of a man's man is. Uh, it's I'm taking you back to 1998. Uh, William Regal, uh, who, I mean, I'm assuming any wrestling fan at this point knows who William Regal is. Um, he is repackaged in the fall as the man's man, Stephen Regal, which right off the top, uh, Stephen Regal is not necessarily like a macho name. Like Regal doesn't strike me as like a, like a, he he's positioned as like this rough, gruff American macho man's man type of guy. And his name is Steven Regal. It doesn't really work. No. Uh, he, as, as we hinted to earlier, his theme song, it starts off first. It starts off with like a whistle blowing that, which would indicate you're off work on the Flintstones. <laughs> well, coal mine's closed for the day and, and the song's just like he's a man such a man and it's all set to video of he's okay i did this he's at work in a flannel shirt and and jeans and he's using a straight razor to shave on the job He's, Which that's he, that's not that's personal time, not company time. Uh -huh. He's squeezing oranges to make fresh orange juice. He's chopping trees and he's operating the levers on a backhoe. You know, manly stuff. And it's Hold just on a second. That. Uh huh. Pause. Pause the train. Uh, chopping a tree. Okay, you're, yeah. You're doing the lumberjack work. Which first of all, they use like chainsaws and things. But then also, no, no, Matt. It turns out they use muscles and axes. That's a you're only going to get like two trees chopped down in a day. Uh, and then he's operating like a backhoe on a construction. Set. Like uh -huh. I'm. Uh huh. Is he clearing forest and building buildings in the forest? Here's what I think. I think man's man Stephen Regal uh, is actually a commentary on deforestation around the world. I oh. think he's a heel and his job is to destroy the forest and then level it with tractors. I thought you were going to say, uh, go real on this. Be like, oh, it's, it's a comment commentary on toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> that would be way too true. Um, it, no, the whole thing is weird. It's weird to me that like, he's doing all this stuff in his flannel shirt at work and his, his office, I guess is just the woods. He's just out in the woods. He's not, <laughs> he's chopping at a tree and then he's he, with the backhoe. He's, he's loading dirt into a dump truck. There's no context given to any of this. And then it quickly shut it quickly shifts to him, like looking into a mirror and shaving his face with an old timey straight razor. Not like a not like a regular razor or an electric shaver, like the long, like Sweeney Todd blade yeah. razor. And then it's just and then you just see a glass with a hand and an orange above it just squeeze and then orange juice pouring into the glass. I'm like, how manly. But also, like, you're going to get seeds in your orange juice. It's true. And As, yeah. I yeah. mean, and also we're talking about man's man. M-A-N apostrophe S man. He is a man for other men. 
Now you understand why in my mind reading this, uh-huh. I think, oh, he's a man for other men yes. in loving relationships. I understand that. I look at it along the way. Like you hear sometimes there's a comedian where like the other comedians will refer to this person as a comedian's comedian. He's a comedian that appeals most. I understand that joke in, or that yeah. reference way too well. He is a comedian. They are comedians that appeal specifically to other comedians. Steve Regal, good old Lord man's man, Steve Regal, uh, is a man who like other men look to and they're like, that's a man, uh, a real man, uh, drinks <laughs> fresh orange juice and shaves at work. Too, we're getting way too into the weird weirdness of this, but like, are there people, men specifically on this planet who like look towards other men for like the uh epitome of masculinity like is that a thing i mean yeah obviously. i just float through life like how am i gonna pay my bills take care uh-huh. of my, my kid and cook dinner well, for my wife because i like to cook okay so this so i'm glad you brought this up because the the root of the idea for this is interesting this was a vince russo creation i know no. i know you're shocked <laughs> uh vince russo in his mind was recreating the brawny paper towel man that was <laughs> that was the inspiration behind man's man steve regal the brawny the brawny man hold on vince russo is in the grocery store uh, <laughs> he's just going down he's like all right well i gotta get some paper towels let's see i can go with oh, hold on what's this gentleman in the flannel with the mustache and the good hair what if that was a wrestler <laughs> And, and okay. And that's one thing like, Hey, that's it's fine. Hey, that no, it's stupid. That's incredibly no, dumb. But beyond that casting William Regal in the role is bizarre because he looks nothing like the brawny paper towel man. He's also like, he's, he's a British dude who has been tr- traditionally shown uh, wearing like big elaborate ring, ring robes and like very, very old school, very British style of wrestling because his last name is Regal. His last name I- is Regal. Is that his? Is that his? No, is no, that his that's, birth name? No, that's not even no. his actual name, Matt. But like when when you've been for years wrestling as the last name Regal, yeah, like you have to play into like the I'm British and Regal. You have to. Okay, so fun, fun, fun quiz time. Do you know William yeah. Regal's actual name? Uh, uh, it's probably Stephen something. Nope. No, William something. Nope. Um. Uh, Franklin McKenneth. No, it's the, it's the, honestly, his name is so bland and it's not British at all. It's not. Oh, I got it. Robert Jones. No, Darren Matthews. William Regal is a Darren. Dude, that's a good, even Darren Matthews is like, it's a good commentator name. Darren Matthews sounds like a wrestling name for sure. Yeah. Like Uh, a British wrestler. Darren Matthews. Dude, he's got a good real name. Yeah, I know. And yet he's instead the man's man, Stephen Regal. Uh, So there's not a ton to say about the character. However, Matt, I did watch a man's man, Steve Regal match to prepare for this today. Uh, It's an episode of Shotgun Saturday Night. Uh, It was Steve Regal versus Dick Togo of Kai and Tai. 
the thing about Shotgun Saturday Night is sometimes they got a little funny with the like, you know, the name cards that pop up with the wrestler's name on them. And like nowadays it's like their name, their Twitter handle, where they're from or whatever. Uh, they used to get a little a little silly with those sometimes on Shotgun Saturday Night. So when Stephen Regal comes to the ring, it says man's man Stephen Regal doesn't eat quiche. Because quiche, I guess, isn't manly. Chris, quiche uh-huh. as a food. Delicious. It's the it's great. I I love you know, quiche. My, my mother used to make quiche. I haven't learned how to make it yet myself, but it's I love. Is it just for breakfast or when can you eat quiche? I've eaten uh, it for dinner before. I am a firm believer of uh, breakfast food can be any meal, forever. Okay. Yeah, I'll eat. I'm quiche fine with any, that. I mean, I've, I've, I've had breakfast for dinner many times. Yeah, uh, it's just so, dinner at that point. So listen here, man's man. You could take your quiche hate and soul right on out of here because quiche rules. But I feel it, like it's such a weird we that that someone... was the touchstone that they used for the, to introduce the character. Man's man, Stephen Regal doesn't eat quiche. Why? I, mean, I wish we could cut to like a, a British correspondent like Tam or something. I'd be like, is quiche British? Because it feels very British. It's French, I believe. Right. Well, I mean, the name's French, but I mean, like, it feels like a, a very British food. It feels like something they definitely. Yeah. Well, so like, honestly, I'm willing to bet uh, man's man. Stephen Regal does eat quiche and in fact loves it. That was just something dumb. They put on the Titan Tron entrance. Just to, I don't I don't even I don't understand anything about how quiche, any of this is going. Is on. quiche not masculine Are foods masculine and feminine? Because. I'm I mean, very confused. So, so, okay. So what, what do we think he does eat? Steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. I'm um, uh, like, like, like a, like a ham and turkey Sammy or a ham and cheese It's got to be a big thing of beef, like some sort of beef, like a steak. What or if, like, okay. I have in my head, this is, this is the diet of man's man, Steven Regal. Yeah. It's beef jerky and peanuts. He buys at the gas station. Yeah. And, and what do you what do you wash that down with? A uh, Bud Light. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say a light beer. <laughs> yeah, Bud Light, one hundred percent. Man's man, Steve Regal, like which is we are also I guess alternatively a uh, freshly squeezed orange juice. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, oh I'm choking it, on another seed. <laughs> it's so it's everything about it is so weird. And so the craziest thing is like this might shock you, Matt. The gimmick didn't last very long. It debuted, no. it debuted in the fall of 98. He like he uh, his his first big match was against X-Pac uh, in a tournament to crown a new cruiserweight champion. It was a double count out. So they were both eliminated. So like, OK, wait, 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 uh-huh. wait, 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 wait. William Regal was in the contention for the cruiserweight championship listen man the 90s were wild maybe it was like the x division the only limits are there are no limits except for the <laughs> weight limit i guess that sounds like the oh no 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 the x Div- no i'm sorry the x division tagline was it's not about weight limits it's about no limits way to go tna you did it again it sounds like the slogan of like like a bdsm porn site it, it also sounds like I like I was talking to a friend last night about uh, the movie Tracers starring Taylor Lautner from Twilight. It's a movie where he joins an evil parkour gang. Hold up. Why have I never <laughs> seen this movie or uh, heard of it? It's amazing. You should watch it. He joins evil an parkour? evil parkour. It's like Point Break, but with parkour instead of surfing. What? And instead of him being a cop, he's a bike messenger who just gets caught up in it. But uh, the 
it like in the the tagline on the poster is it's not a crime if they can't catch you which first of all that's not true it's, it's still, still a, crime. a crime but like that's what the x division thing reminds you of it's it's not about weight limits it's about no limits coming this fall starring keanu reeves <laughs> division <laughs> x also would watch that movie i don't know what it is but i will watch it I'm keep thinking about tracers now. Like I feel like I need to see this movie. You do need to see this. In fact, you should see it so we can talk about it at a later time. Because holy okay. cow, it's it's everything, Matt. Anyway, it's, so if Stephen Regal is in the uh, contention for the, the cruiserweight championship. Uh, him and Xbox are. It's a double countout, so they're both eliminated from the tournament. So that was pointless. And then and he, this, is, this is post DX Xbox, so it's Xbox. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- yeah, it, it's it's before X Factor. Yo, you dealing with the X Factor? Yeah, and it was like it's, him and Justin Credible, I think, and maybe Albert. Wow, what what a stable. Yeah, but they had a dope theme song. Uh, but yeah, so that doesn't work out. He then briefly feuds with the Godfather. I'm assuming over who is a cooler man. I'm guessing. What if that's the one where it's like. <laughs> uh, William Regal, the storyline for that. And I haven't watched it, but like in my mind, like the man's man is like, like you're paying these women a fair salary. And God thought I was like, no, I take all the monies. And William Regal's like, I'm going to fight you about this. These women deserve a living wage. Am I getting too real? <laughs> man's man, Steven Regal just becomes a champion for like salary equality. <laughs> salary equality for sex workers. Jesus. And he's pro sex work. I mean, he should be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's not, a man's he, man. He's not wrong. Uh, but it's like, I shockingly, Matt, I do not think that's what the storyline was. It probably, the storyline was probably like Godfather's like, I've got all these women that like to have sex with you for money. And man's man's like, I work to have sex with women and I don't pay for it because that's what scum does. It's probably something dumb like that. Probably. And uh, honestly, yeah. nobody or what if Godfather? Okay, so let me let me premise this. Uh, Man's Man Stephen Regal's ring attire. To the ring, he wore cut-off jean shorts, a sleeveless flannel shirt, and a construction hat. That definitely he, sounds like a man's man. He took off the construction hat to wrestle. But what if Godfather thought this is the time to expand my empire? And look, we have a male stripper right here. The sexy construction worker. And so he went after William Regal or Stephen Regal is like, hey, let me employ you. Let me bring you into the fold. You can be one of my hoes. And 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 the man's man took exception to that because he works hard chopping down trees and pulling levers on a backhoe and squeezing orange juice for a living. What if Stephen Regal, when his construction site, Mm -hmm. he was building a safe place like a, a uh, for all of the hoes to go and and oh so oh so he was like building he was building them like a new house like a house where like gentlemen can come in and pay their money he's saying to a bro- spend time a, with these women but a, he wants them to be safe a brothel a brothel a brothel he was building a classy very classy uh just a place for these women to feel safe and i'm assuming uh the godfather was mad because it wasn't up to like like standards for to get like all the permits and whatnot. Ooh, what but if he that, like said something stupid, like called thing? it like ho code or something. 
<laughs> William Regal was just offended. Like, how dare you, sir? How dare I think you, our storyline's really good. <laughs> and then man's man Stephen Regal took off one of his work gloves and then slapped the Godfather across the face with it and said, I challenge you to a duel, sir. And then they main evented WrestleMania. Oh, what a year. WrestleMania 2000 was the best. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, sadly, this gimmick did not last that long. Uh, in January, Regal was pulled off of television. He was released in April. He's been very open in the past about his uh, substance abuse issues uh, in years past. Uh, he went, I believe he went back to WCW for a little bit, but he ultimately returned as obviously I assuming we all know he eventually returned to WWE. He had a really good run. He won on multiple occasions. He won the intercontinental title, the European title and the tag team titles. He was for my money, the most memorable on air authority that WWE's had maybe ever. Like, I feel yeah. like he was general manager or commissioner of raw for a long time. And he had great feuds with Jericho during that. He had the, the partnership with Tajiri during that. Like there was a lot of good stuff that came from him as the on-air authority. And of course, as we all know now, he is the commissioner of NXT. So like he has, a, and, and, and he became a meme this year with, with the war games announcement when suddenly everyone was imitating him going war games. <laughs> And it was the best. Like I, I, I truly love William Regal. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad he was able to rise above such a crummy gimmick. Uh, yeah. The brawny paper the, towel man. I mean, you think about him in NXT. He's the longest. I mean, well, NXT's only had one commissioner. It was him. Um, but think about how long he's been in that like on TV role. Like no one else has had an on TV role that long. No, and what's more, beyond that, he's also down there working with the trainees to get the next generation of WWE superstars ready, and that's fantastic. And if, listen, I know I, Matt Bloom is like the head trainer down in NXT, and there's a lot of really, really good people down there helping to form this next generation of wrestlers. The one I'm most excited to see down there is William Regal because his style of wrestling is so, so good. There's a reason Daniel Bryan... Up until he his his retirement, which he's now come back from, he his gear was always his gear in WWE was always maroon. Yeah. And that was a tribute to William Regal because William Regal was a mentor. William Regal is I feel it's not said enough. I would say he's in the top five or ten contention of best just wrestlers ever. He's fantastic. And yes. This was not a great gimmick, but holy cow, I'm glad he got to really shine and show off exactly what he's capable of because it's a lot. And also we get to talk. I mean, how many times are we going to be able to talk about William Regal on this show? Because this show is more based towards funny things in history and comedy and whatnot. And I don't think without man's man, we'd be talking about him much, to be honest. Oh, man, I'm planning a three hour episode in which we talk about the time Chris Jericho peed in his tea. <sighs> wrestling 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 damn it chris and that's going to bring us to our interview this week yes. we uh spoke with scorpio sky and james willems from the wrestling with the week podcast which launched this uh, past Monday, mm -hmm. where the guys talk about everything and anything under the sun. Uh, just a couple of dudes talk about whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, 
And wonder, one of I wonder, like. I wonder what that's like. Well, we're going to find <laughs> out right now when we talk to them. We are here with James Willems and Scorpio Sky, hosts of the new podcast, Wrestling With The Week. So guys, you had a new podcast that debuted uh, earlier this week, a few days ago, and uh, it's Wrestling With The Week. Can you tell us what this podcast is all about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wrestling With The Week is a podcast that basically takes kind of the last seven days, sometimes we're a little bit lenient with that, and throws it all on the table so that way Sky, who comes from oh, this world of, of professional wrestling and has these, these amazing insights, um, can throw it onto the table and then we can hash it out with me, who comes from a completely different world but has a complete appreciation for what he does, kind of vice versa. So in a way, it's, it's two people getting to know each other through like the common bond of both really liking wrestling, you know? Yeah, and the thing about this, though, is it's not actually a wrestling podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will talk about uh, what's going on with AEW because that's the world I live in, and that's Mm -hmm. part of my week, and James is a big fan, Mm -hmm. so it's part of his week, but it's not an actual wrestling podcast. We're going to talk about pop culture and movies and music and games and uh, a variety of different things, so basically there's something for everyone on this show. If you like anything fun this show is for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm wondering, like, obviously, you, like, it, it, the whole thing is it's going to be a conversation between the two of you. How how did that dynamic form? Like, how did you meet each other? So I, for the longest time, I work for a company called Rooster Teeth. And for the longest time, I've been pushing them in the direction and just basically telling them, like, listen, the world of professional wrestling is not too dissimilar. The audi- The audience and the stuff that they want is very similar. There's a ton of crossover. And I think, you know, there's larger than life personalities, big personalities, and people that want to root and cheer for those personalities. It's exactly the same in the ring, in the wrestling world. And so for the longest time, I've been pushing for these things together, but it kind of wasn't until AEW and Rooster Teeth got together and decided they wanted to make something fun um, that uh, I kind of was tapped and Sky was tapped um, by our producer, Eric Bedour. And he, I think he identified that there was something fun to play with two people who weren't, like you guys mentioned uh, before we started that, you know, Wrestle Buddies is a show about two friends like waxing poetic about their memories of having always loved this stuff. And we kind of came at the angle of like, not that Sky and I aren't friends, but what if it's two people who don't know each other inside and out and are kind of discovering mm-hmm. that relationship and the things that, we like and things we don't like live on the show. And I think that's kind of what makes wrestling with the week fun and unique. Yeah. We actually were strangers at the beginning of this project and we, we obviously did talk and got to know each other a little bit, but we didn't want to get too close because we wanted that dynamic of, you know, us having the conversation on the show and peeling back the uh the the layers and letting the fans in on that uh because i can't think of another podcast or radio show where the hosts didn't know each other going into it so it's again like james said it's unique and fun and the fans are going to be right there a part of it so have you guys because we're we're living in pandemic land you guys have not met in person no we have not no not in person no we haven't formally (laughs) We yeah, haven't wow. formally. Oh yeah. So, right. so while while this this podcast is kind of Sky's first interaction with me, 
I have gone to a ton of Southern California wrestling shows. I've seen, I've been feet away from Sky as he's left over the top rope, smashing down onto a group of people that I was literally maybe six inches away from. So I'm sure there's some point where he's been crawling back into the ring and I said, nice job, Sky, give him a pat on the back. I'm one of those guys. So I'm <laughs> actually with what he's done, yeah. Uh, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I am also one of those guys. Like Sky, I've seen Sky wrestle seemingly hundreds of times at like Frankensons and out in city of industry over the, like throughout the aughts. And like, it's a seeing you like now where you are on a nationally televised show is amazing. But also I love that that's, that is sort of the angle you're coming at this from that. Like you do have that history with him, but as sort of the spectator and now you get to be like, build that friendship. That's cool. It's great. But again, you don't get to know a lot about someone when they're suicide diving. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, especially he, he wore a mask a lot back then, too. Who knows what's going on under the mask? Yeah. So a fun, a really fun part of wrestling with the week is kind of that discovery. And it works both ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I've never had the pleasure of seeing James dive over the top rope on near <laughs> feet. So I don't have any stories like that. But, um, you know, who knows what the future holds? Mm -hmm. <laughs> James, will you be suicide diving anywhere uh, during yeah. the show? Uh, during the sh like during the recording of the podcast, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to rule it out yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. I mean, what words of the wise put it behind a paywall. That's that's where all <laughs> the hot content is these days. So obviously there's going to be uh, some wrestling discussion, uh, AEW, because that's where Sky is wrestling, obviously. Um, but is all wrestling and all companies, is that kind of fair game within your discussion on the show? You know, again, I have to go back to the fact that it's not a it's not a wrestling podcast, you know, and I think there are a lot of people that have wrestling podcasts and they do a phenomenal job at it. But that's that's not really what we're here to do. Um, we talk uh, th there's actually going to be AEW topics that we probably want to get to, but we don't even get to those just because we might be going off on a rant on you know, if it's me talking, it might be 90 day fiance or something, whatever. <laughs> yes. that week. You just definitely earned a, a viewer in Matt. <laughs> there you go. I, I love 90 day fiance, man. I, I'm, I'm so addicted to it. And I apologize for that. But um, hmm. uh, yeah, you know, it's again, I, I just keep going back to the fact it's not a wrestling show. Um, you know, we're going to talk about some AEW because that's that's the life and the bubble that I live in. And right. so it's impossible for me to not get into some of those things. And, and again, James is a, is a huge fan and he's going to want to talk about it. And he's got uh, a unique um, vision of that. So the fans are going to get, when it comes to wrestling, if you are a wrestling fan, the fans are going to get a cool perspective of James being the fan who is watching on TV and me who is backstage. And that's going to be really cool. Mentioning you, because once you said 90 day fiance, I'm like, Oh yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Because it's taken over my wife and my life for, I don't know, the past few years. Uh, quick, quick follow-up, kind of. Are you watching Below Deck? No, I'm not. I'm, I, I, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm pretty behind on a lot of stuff. I actually just caught up. Um, there's a 90-day fiancé uh, quarantined season mm. that I just watched. Like, I'm obsessed with Pedro and um, Chantel and the family Chantel and all those, like, I, I, I just finally finished the series of Family Chantel. I think there's two seasons, maybe three, um, but I finished it. I'm dying for more. And, but yeah, there, there's so many spinoffs that I need to jump on all of them. There's well, too I, much to keep up with. <laughs> uh, so you're going to be covering a lot of pop culture. So I'm very curious, like as we stand right now, obviously we've all had a lot of doubt, like a lot more downtime over the last year than we expected. So 
in terms of like TV and movies and video games, what are the stuff you guys are into at the moment that you might be talking about on the show? I mean, I think, I think some of the cool stuff is that we really try and focus on the last seven days, right? Okay. So, you know, if there's a big episode of 90 Day Fiance that Sky really wants to talk about or something, a major event, then like, yeah, we'll definitely throw that into the pile. Some, a lot of what we do is kind of a news roundup, like weird news stories, like things that kind of maybe go viral and we're like, what, like, hold on, explain to me how a gorilla got COVID. Like, like things like that. <laughs> but, but the fun part is those are just the starting points, right? So wherever that goes, if that then takes us down a road that has, has me recounting a story of a Christmas sometime, like that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's the way we're kind of like leaving it open. But in furs, like setting an agenda for every episode, um, you know, we talk, we just, we, we talked an episode, the first episode a little bit about um, the NBA, which is, I don't watch, I don't watch basketball. Like, and I, mm -hmm. I, I haven't watched basketball in a really long time, but it's something that Sky is passionate about, he knows about. And so him telling me is kind of the same way you would try and get the audience enthusiastic about it. So your entry point might be Power Rangers for this show, weirdly. And then in the end, you're like, oh, well, I also kind of want to see what the Lakers are up to. Is like, we, we want to take people in at one point and then spit them out at the other end. And I think that's kind of fun. That's what's also really, really cool is the fact that we do have different interests and different mm -hmm. fan bases. Obviously, there's a little, there's some crossover there, but um, you know, people that might be fans of Scorpio Sky are going to learn about James Willems and vice versa. And most of all, we're going to learn about each other. We're going to introduce things to each other. I am extremely new to the gaming world, so James is going to open my eyes to a lot of that. And, um, you know, like I'm also, I'm a big sneaker guy and I love fashion and clothing. And so I'll help James with that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're going to, um, by the end, you know, I don't, I don't want to say the end of this, obviously, but by, you know, once we get rolling on this for quite a while, we should be pretty rounded human beings. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Together, Sky and I make one good human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. Pretty good human being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and speaking of, of gaming, we've all been playing a lot of games. James, you worked on G4 Attack of the Show. You've been kind of in the bubble of gaming for a while, one way or another. Uh, what games are you guys very much invested in right now? For me, I, I am basically standing outside the last boss in Demon's Souls. Um, I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. So I generally have like one hardcore game. So that's like the hardcore game that I'm kind of like trucking through. And I just don't want to have to waste all that time buying arrows so I can kill that blue dragon. Um, and so I've put that off, but in the meantime, I, I play a lot on switch. And so I've been playing uh, wonderful 101, the remaster, because mm -hmm. I missed that the first time through. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I always like to have one casual game and then one, and then one more serious game and then kind of bounce between those two. So that's what I'm up to right now. That's Sky? a good way to be. Um, I am someone that before seven or eight months ago, never, ever, ever played video games. Didn't like video games. Didn't like being around when people were playing video games. <laughs> it was nothing against people playing video games. It just wasn't interesting to me. Like I was really bored with it. And then, mm -hmm. 
uh, the world stopped with COVID-19 and we were all stuck in our houses and there were no sports. And, you know, I picked up a controller and it was like, oh, what is this NBA 2K19? And I started playing and I got addicted to it. Next thing I knew I'm buying 2K20. Next thing is I'm buying a PS4 Pro. And then like, oh, once the PS5 pre-buy comes out, I'm okay, I'm purchasing that. And then I'm getting the NBA 2K21. So like, that is my, my passion. I'm, I'm obsessed with, it. I play it every day for hours and hours. And I went from a guy being, uh, having no interest in video games at all to like watching daily YouTube videos for hours on sliders and, and different things that you can do with the game. And, and, and uh, I'm just, I'm so into it now. And I just got my second video game and you're going to have to listen to episode one of uh, wrestling with the week <laughs> for me to uh, give the big reveal on what I, I dipped my toe in on the next game. I, I, I dig that. You mentioned the the NBA games. I'm wondering as you're going through these, are you finding yourself more interested? The thing I love, because the thing I love about modern sports games is you can play the games or you could manage a franchise or build a career of a guy from a rookie to a vet. Like which, which what is the aspect of those games that appeals to you the most? That's what I do. I do franchise mode and uh, which is in NBA 2K. It's called it used to be called my league on the new system, which is uh, next gen PS5. 2K21, they call it my NBA. And that's what appeals to me most because I'm a fan that loves trades and loves mm -hmm. free agency moves and different things that the office is doing. And so I, you know, I play the games as well, um, but I also manage the team and I've gotten so like, like I'm so deep in the weeds in it on it now that like I'm making uh, trades for my, for other teams, for the CPU controlled teams, because there's a lot of times they'll do trades that just don't make any sense. And I'm like, why are they doing that? Or they'll in free agency, they'll sign like five centers. And I'm like, what do you need five centers for? And you have no shooting guards. Like, so I'll <laughs> have, I'll, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm so like deep in the weeds in the sense of, I will, I will think, and I have notes on my iPhone. I have notes of like, oh, mm -hmm. in the off season, I'm going to make this trade for these two other teams that I don't even play as. Um, and it's like sensible trades that make sense for both teams. And like, <laughs> I'm just so ridiculous with it, honestly. Like, I know how ridiculous it is. I create storylines in my head. I'm like, oh, this guy probably, you know, this team hasn't made the playoffs in four years. He's probably going to be looking for a trade, but he's not going to ask for the trade until the final year of his deal. So they're going to have to move him at that point. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> like stupid stuff. I'm just like, it's, I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but. I mean, whatever. I mean, but th that's that's the joy of the, like, because I I do I play the I play a little bit of the NBA and a little bit of the uh, NFL, and that's the joy of those games. Like, it's essentially building out a world in your head. It's the same thing I've been doing with wrestling video games like my entire life. You 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 have to build up the drama in your head because otherwise you're just sitting around and clicking buttons, and there's not nearly as much gameplay going on. So like, also I, yeah. You're also creating the same wrestler for 25 years. Listen, just Matt, keep bringing that's, to new games. I sure do, and that's the way it's gonna be forever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why not? What's your wrestler's name that you create? Um, uh, I his, create. Yeah, oh, Chris, go, go ahead. Oh my, my, uh, I have, I have like an army of them that are all. They just have regular person names, but I dress them so over the top because why wouldn't you? And everything has to like all the pyro has to explode when I walk to the ring. <laughs> course go ahead Matt. i think for 20 years i've been doing a 1980s glam rock version of myself called tiger force and he's just in a pink leotard with a giant tiger on it and it's all like old school like golden era moves like you know your finisher is just an elbow drop standing elbow drop 
It's real basic. <laughs> And God Tiger Force God sounds blood. like something Chris Jericho would come up with in the beginning of his career. <laughs> like if you read his books, you know, like yeah. you, you could just picture Chris Jericho, young, you know, 20 something year old Chris Jericho in a wild outfit with his long, you know, blonde hair. And he's like, Tiger Force. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Tiger Force, Chris Jericho. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's something Chris and I have been doing too for a few years now is we just trade wrestlers with each other. Yeah, trade wrestlers the, yeah. with like people on Twitter and the beauty of these new video games is that you can upload everything and then just download all your friends stuff. It's perfect. perfect. Yeah. I see people um, upload me in video yeah. games and I'm sometimes I'm blown away because I'm like, what the heck? That's my face. How'd they get my face <laughs> yeah. on that? <laughs> like, yeah. It's so it, it's, it's insane. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to being in the AEW video game that yes. should be coming out. I'm excited yeah. about that. You know, especially now that I am a gamer uh, or I don't know if I can call myself a gamer yeah, you're a gamer. You, if you yeah. have, if, if listen, you have a PS5 console. That's more than most gamers can say at this point, because those are not easy to come by. Yeah, I don't um, know why they're so difficult. They should make them easier for people. Like that's money that you're going to make. Like let people mm-hmm. buy them. Yeah, uh, you you mentioned the AEW video game. Like how? Granted, you are you're you are newer to video games, but like for you, how exciting is it that now you're in this position where you can be a character in a video game? Eventually, there's going to be a Scorpio Sky action figure, stuff like that. Well, you know, like it's one thing to see fans creating you, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Like, I think that's that's so awesome that someone would take the time and, and say, I really want Scorpio Sky in my video game and create me. But to actually be pre-made is like, uh, you know, what, what more can you ask for? But I'm actually also, I'm probably more excited about the action figure, to be honest with you, because I was a huge fan of action wrestling, specifically wrestling action figures growing up. And I did the same thing with, with action figures. I would have storylines. I would have shows. I would write the cards out on a piece of paper. I would build arenas. Um, I, I would, you know, originally I would sing their music as they would walk to the ring, but then I, I got wise and I started recording them on cassette tape and I'd play their music <laughs> and, and, you know, or on CD when they started releasing those. So to have um, myself as an action figure, like I'm looking forward to that mark out moment where I go to the store and I go to Walmart and I grab my Scorpio, like probably four Scorpio sky figures and, and I put them on the register and, and have the lady look at me like strange. And then I'm even more so looking forward to find getting like, the merchandise report and seeing that like oh you sold four sky <laughs> figures this month <laughs> we got the re- we got the report from the walmart employee she said the guy who bought them looked a lot like the toy <laughs> how'd she know with the mask on Damn it. <laughs> like, uh, james what are you kind of looking forward to with a aew game considering that you've you know been playing games for yeah i mean i the thing is i know so little about uh about especially the console game that's coming. I wish I had more details, honestly, and I've been trying to get them, with, <laughs> but I, I, just, I haven't heard anything. The only thing I've kind of, I've heard is that it feels, might feel more like the, some of those throwback games like No Mercy or, or yeah. you know, like uh, WrestleMania 2K is, is one of the big ones that I played. Um, and so I love wrestling games for kind of those reasons the 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 ones that are like they're not hyper complex they have a ton of features inside but they're not it's not a puzzle to figure out how to play this Mm -hmm. game it's a fun game to play but then also what you guys are talking about with all the sports games the ability to really do that uh 
booking and you know general management stuff is like mm-hmm. something I used to I would just I would create characters like you guys are saying I would set up cards and then I would let the computer wrestle for the championships because oh. it, it didn't feel like it was it wouldn't be fair if I wrestled or whatever so I would let the computer wrestle and then whatever the end result of that it would be the thing that my neighborhood of kids would say is the roster like those were that was how the rules worked especially for pay-per-views so yeah we'd set up stuff the option to do something like that quick and easy and real fun like it seems really exciting for me you were a booker i was a booker yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like on 2k there's a, there was a f- function called my gm where you don't play mm-hmm. the games you just run the team you do trades you sign mm-hmm. players blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah but you don't actually play the games so like if it was a wrestling game you would play like my booker or something yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah well and the other thing i've been saying to sky is that you know nba jam had those codes you could put in so that way sub-zero and george clinton would pop in your game mm-hmm. oh yeah i used to play that oh throw i'm my so, yeah, initial, yeah throw well, my initials in there yeah and i mean then... an unlock you as an unlockable character to be sky's tag team partner in the game seems like a layup just That'd gives the people what they want can you do the finger roll like, you know, the layup, the finger roll layup that like Bill Clinton used to do. And, and, and <laughs> that was like the go-to move, man. Yeah, like you never missed. Yeah. <laughs> That's something Chris and I do. Chris and I both have the arcade one-up yeah, we have NBA. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Mine's hidden behind a photo mm-hmm. box. Uh, but that's like, I, man, those are so much fun to just kind of relive your childhood of being in the arcade. And, mm-hmm. and man, I don't have NBA to keep pumping so quarters into it anymore. I know. Yeah. That's My mom's not every quarter. Are you kidding me? Come on, pizza. Oh, man, yeah. Those days, man. I remember one time I went to the arcade and I decided I, the, you know, the Sim, remember the Simpsons arcade game? Oh, it's I so went good. There and, and I think James, you have a story similar to this where I, I said, uh, like I'm beating this game today and I got mm-hmm. like five or $10 worth of quarters and I just kept feeding it until I won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you were a gamer. You beat the Simpsons yeah. arcade game. You're a gamer. And I also understand your trauma now why you stepped away for so long. Yeah, you lost all your money playing the yeah. Simpsons. Yeah, that's why I great game not in the wrestling game. business. Well, I think that's a let that's a a stigma I wish would go away. Like if you if you play video games at all, any level, I don't care if it's on your phone or like on a console, just call yourself a gamer. Who cares? You know, like if you I'm enjoy a- it, play you're a gamer. <laughs> what is a real that, gamer? Those anyway? people, they, they don't, yeah, you ignore those people. Okay. Did you play Pong when it first came out? You're not a real gamer. I literally, I literally, like a couple, a, a week and a half ago now, built my first uh, game PC, and the first thing I did was like, all right, how do I get Nintendo 64 games on this thing? Oh, nice. Now, see, that's yeah. high level stuff, man. Like, like you're building your game, like. I'll tell you Holy what, not, not easy. It was really frustrating, but I got there and it felt good afterwards. But then I was just like, okay, now can I play Mario Kart 64? Yeah. Yeah. Gamers so don't, don't get enough credit for like their intelligence. They're like scientists. <laughs> the stuff that people <laughs> do is insane. Yeah. So guys, uh, Wrestling with the Week, the uh, new podcast, where can they find it? And when uh, do we see new episodes? Uh, you can find Wrestling with the Week and subscribe on basically everything, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, we would we totally recommend following us uh, on WWTW Pod on Instagram. We're going to be posting fun stuff, uh, reactions to the episodes, and also just kind of fun stuff. They gave us the keys to it, which is probably a big mistake. So uh, we're going to try and have fun with that account. Um, but yeah, you can also just follow, you know, Sky and I on basically all social media. 
Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Mondays, Mondays, new episodes every okay. Monday, um, premiering January 18th. And uh, that's for the audio. But if you want to, you can. We have a whole video element to the podcast as well, oh, wow. which you can you can see on AEW's YouTube channel and on RoosterTeeth.com. Awesome. Yeah. Good way to kick off the week. Yeah. What a week. What yeah. a week. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. We look forward to uh, listening to the show every week. Here's one thing I, I didn't mention, Chris. Yeah. During that interview that I kind of wanted oh, to. Oh, I can't believe you're bringing this up after you cut it out. Oh, no, I didn't cut it out. Oh, this is something else. Okay, let's do something else, Chris. What did you? What did I cut out that you thought? Oh, me messing up his name? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I messed up his name. It's going to happen during interviews, and I cut it out. But now I'm talking about it. I said Williams instead of Willems, and like I super duper apologized after the interview. You sure did. I I felt so bad, like because like I I I heard it in the moment, and I was like, I'm not going to correct them. We're just going to go right on by. Uh, and then I felt, and then you apologized afterwards. I felt so bad. And they're like, dude, it happens all the time. And I know it happens all the time, but I was still like, I, I, you, I gotta let them know. Like, I feel horrible about that. Like, oops, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, what I didn't mention during the interview that I wanted to was that my, the, my son's very first wrestling chant that he knew how to do was go SCU. Oh my God. <laughs> how could you not bring that up? He still does that. Oh, I love it. Oh, that makes Here's me so a, happy. Can I give a couple more fun facts about my kid Ab- in wrestling? Sh- yeah, 100%. I love being a dad if you guys don't know this. Chris does. Matt, Chris, oh my uh, God. Matt loves talking about his boy, and I love hearing about it. I've also FaceTimed with you numerous times with my son. Dude, I sent your son a birthday present. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I haven't um, even sent you a birthday present. Nah, I don't need one. Yeah. I got everything I need. Uh. So my son has wrestling figures now. He likes wrestling. Uh, we're not allowed to watch it because he kind of gets a little, you know, he's three, a little violent. Um, I really thought it, he took it too far when he he gave you a concerto in the living room. It was where, really weird. Where do you even get the folding chairs? I don't understand. <laughs> I Well, I do have a couple here. Um, uh, he doesn't call Randy Orton Randy Orton. He calls Randy Orton Blandy Snorton. Uh, accurate. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Why does he uh, call him that? Does he is he does he just misunderstand the name? Or is I he, said it once while watching making a pay-per-view? commentary. Okay, Blandy <laughs> Snorton. He also doesn't know AJ Styles' real name. Um, he he calls him AJ Smiles. Oh, that's so cute. And the first time he did it, I'm like, I'm never correcting that. Nope. So he has like a couple AJ Styles wrestling figures. Like, Dada, you want to play with AJ Smiles? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Oh man! So is the move called the Smiles Clash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt. And his Sorry, boy. that's my end of being a dad talk. I love it. Uh, well, before we go, it seems as good a time as ever, Matt, to jump into the old a mailbag. Opening up the mailbag. That's what right. do we yeah. got inside? Love it. Love it. Uh, today's question comes from Christopher Lee, uh, at Christopher J Lee on Twitter. Thanks, Chris. Uh, he says with Chucky coming back in 2021, what current wrestler would you like to see him start a feud with? Uh, obviously he's talking about the child's play TV show that's coming to Mm sci-fi and And that movie from, 
the was movie for me was a 2020 or 2019 it was 2019 was uh it, i loved it loved it loved it uh they i have critiques but that this isn't the place for that no. uh but as as we talked about in a very early episode of wrestle buddies chucky uh showed up on wcw live via satellite from the set of bride of chucky or seed of chucky or something of chucky and mm. he just taunted rick steiner and mean gene okerlund and neither of them knew how to act against a pre-recorded video and i and i want to remind people when we say rick steiner we mean the dog face gremlin yeah. not big papa pump which is scott steiner that's scott steiner. even though scott steiner and rick steiner big papa pump scott steiner look very similar yeah, but one of them is a dog and the other one uh, has freaks and peaks. So <laughs> freaks and is great at math. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, who would you like to see Chucky? It may, probably, honestly, probably not wrestle because Chucky is a, uh, a doll and also mm-hmm. not real. Uh, but who would you like to see him uh, interact with or feud with, as it were? Now, are you just going to say that? all of wrestling or are we going to stick to a WWE or AEW? I say all of wrestling. Um, Matt, I feel like I know we're going to go with this. Uh huh. Yoshihiku is not a, an answer. I wasn't going to go with that. Actually. Oh, okay. I was thinking, cause I'm thinking like, I kind of like to see him cut a promo against orange Cassidy and orange Cassidy. Just not care. <laughs> That would be fu- like that would be a funny bit at first, but then I'm just like, okay, but like now do something. Well, that's the same thing from the first promo where nothing happens. Well, no, but at least at least Rick Steiner like screamed back at the TV screen that was calling him an idiot. Yeah. Like that's yeah. something. I want I want I want someone over Oh my god, Matt. I want to see a dueling promo between Chucky and Paul Heyman. I was thinking about that. I was also kind of thinking about Big E. Oh, Big E, or just even like the the trio of the New Day. Yeah, talking to Chucky would be amazing because in that instance, I don't think Chucky would go heel. I think he'd be he'd think that the New Day guys are cool. Yeah, <laughs> and you just hear like Kofi in the background, not on mic, going, "He's a doll. <laughs> this is a doll." And Biggie is like, you know, he's murdered like a lot of people. Like, is, is this OK? <laughs> Actually, yeah. New Day, like f- straight up New Day. <laughs> new Day. That's Christopher Lee. That is our answer. The New Day. It will be a Slammy Award winning segment for sure. Maybe Thanks, it, Chris. Also, may, like maybe this will get WWE that Emmy they want. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Hey, guys, stay tuned for a very special episode this Monday. That's right. Where Chris and I will be predicting our Royal Rumble winners. Three, two, one. <laughs> Chris, final words before we cut out. Paquito Mas. See you next week. I just want a burrito. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.